0: Consumer Corner on Weekend View.
1: Do you sometimes sign contracts or buy products without fully understanding the language on the terms and conditions or on the packaging? The Consumer Protection Act, the CPA, makes it illegal for companies and institutions to use ambiguous wording and vague language, usually associated with some contracts and professional literature. The Act compels them to use plain language for labels, for inserts, packaging, as well as contracts, particularly when it comes to marketing. Now, Since 2008, the CPA has become an important part of South African law and has protected many South Africans. For more on this, we're joined on the line by Mishka Singh, who's a lecturer at the Management College of Southern Africa, Mancosa, and is an admitted attorney as well. Thank you very much for your time with us, Mishka, here on The Weekend View. So, such an important Issue here, um, where where you'd find perhaps many many consumers, many South Africans, uh, perhaps maybe hustled without without even knowing what their rights are. How how big a problem is this? Right, where where people are either. Um, confused by the language that's on the packaging or don't fully understand it and, and of course, then lose out or are hustled by by those who, who of course, uh, seek to get an extra buck for them or not to honour the rights of the consumer?
0: Good morning and thank you so much for having me on your show. Um, Firstly, the Consumer Protection Act is a pivotal piece of information that is important that every single South African understands. Now, the legislation basically aims to protect and create fair business dealings. And in the past, we saw that, um, you know, business transactions were difficult, and consumers were taken advantage of. And then, the enactment of the legislation actually mitigated against that. And we saw that fair business dealings had been regulated through the legislation. So we find that businesses now have a duty or onus on themselves to ensure that. There is fair dealings, compliance with the legislation and use of plain language so that terms are not convoluted or there's not excessive legal jargon. So, yes, I I hope that answers the question. Mm -hmm.
1: What do we mean by by plain language, Mishka? In a a country as diverse as ours, uh, we have uh, language diversity as well. Does that factor that aspect in?
0: Absolutely. So plain language is actually mandated by Section 22 of the Consumer Protection Act. And it simply means that the ordinary consumer with average literacy skills should be able to understand the document or the contract with minimal uh, legal advices Mm. or basically just to understand it at the first instance. Now, this applies to notices, documents, and visual representations. And it is important that we understand that businesses have a duty on themselves to reevaluate their documents and to ensure compliance with this, so the ordinary person can actually have fair
1: business dealings I, I was, I'm glad you mentioned that point. it's exactly where I wanted to go next uh, to, to ask whether it is the duty of these these companies, these institutions to draw attention to, to any particular aspect of the contract or the agreement mm-hmm. that may be ambiguous so that it's easily understood and ensuring that it is in fact understood by the consumer.
0: Um, You know, it's a great question because, firstly, I would always say that um, when somebody signs a contract, they should be fully knowledgeable about the terms, right? Because they are being held liable uh, for actually reading the content. However, the act has been quite transformational in the sense that, um, you know, the duty of the company is to ensure that plain and understandable language is actually used. And the supplier must draw attention to any assumption of risk or the acknowledgement of certain facts and in the clauses of the contract. So, yes, indeed, um, these businesses have a duty on themselves to actually explain the facts of the contract and any ambiguous terms or else they basically uh, open the floodgates, I would say, to legal uh, disputes or basically being accountable for their actions.
1: For customers who then feel that uh, they, you know, they, they got into a contract that uh, they didn't quite understand or fully understand, uh, what sort mm-hmm. of recourse is there f- uh, for them? Um, where can they complain? And uh, in, in terms of being able to, to prove that, I mean, th- does it go to that extent where, where you have mm-hmm. to almost prove that, that that you, you know, either were, uh, you know, you, you signed it up under false pretenses or you didn't fully understand or appreciate really what you're getting yourself into?
0: No, absolutely. So I would say um, it's 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 great to act in good faith and to first address the concern with the supplier and you know request that they rectify it accordingly um, and you know try to mitigate the the circumstances uh, based on the fact that there is a dispute that has arisen. Now, if that fails um, and you know there's written documentation and a reference number for that dispute, I would then say that. The consumer should keep all records of the complaints and the appropriate references and then go to the appropriate Ombud or the National Consumer Commission, which is the primary regulator of consumer business uh, relations in South Africa, to then go and expedite the matter in order to get relief from these bodies who have the power or mandate to effectively dispense
1: with these disputes. And the penalty for the companies who do not adhere to the regulations of the of the CPA? Uh, the penalty is quite
0: severe. Now, there could be fines or hefty penalties, which is obviously dependent on the National Consumer Commission or the or the AMBAD, who basically will decide the severity of the case. But let me say to you that the fine or the hefty penalty could be administrative in nature and actually severely impact business transactions, and also, um, you know, it comes with undoubtedly the risk of reputational damage. So there, is, there are rather severe consequences for non-compliance, which the National Consumer Commission would decide on an appropriate case-by-case basis. Mm-hmm. But it, of course, has been uh, drafted in the legislation for the appropriate sanction to be imposed.